Chatty Cathy's and Mini Gabbers, where we have many Gabbers of Mini Gabbers, and we'll see how long this one lasts. My name is Natalie. And I'm Kina. Thanks for joining us for another Mini Gab, where we're going to do some discoveries, and then at the end, we're going to throw some extras from some episodes. So we had some really great stuff on our episode with Insanely Haunted. We wanted to add at the end of this, so you didn't miss them. They were super fun. I really liked them. Too. And we're going to be on their episode. I don't know when yet, but we had so much fun. Huh. It was a really good time. <laughs> I did enjoy it a lot. <laughs> it was an experience. Yeah. It, it, an experience <laughs> in the show. It, it was. Yeah. Natalie's never watched Ghost Adventures. So it was so fun to see her face being like, what is going on? I'm like he's so dumb. <laughs> so when I say it was an experience, I'm referring to watching the show, yeah. not of course the hosts. Oh, but right. yeah. It was an experience. Like, and I, I, when I was a teen, I liked some ghost hunter shows. I can't remember what they're called now. But there was one where there was a, it was a pair of guys that I think came on Sci-Fi or something. I watched some of those late night. Probably Ghost Hunters. I remember yeah, that. yeah, that's probably it. And then there was the scariest place on Earth that had the lady. I've seen a few of those. A little bit of that. I remember those. But uh, yeah, it's actually- but yeah, hadn't, hadn't <laughs> this one before. Uh, did it, did it make it more fun for you? Because we had just recorded our episode with him where I did a whole segment explaining the yeah, entirety like of Zach Banks. <laughs> and I feel like you had done the prep work for me, like the setup, basically. And then we came here. And and some of the jokes that they had made in our episode mm-hmm. then like were funny when they said it. But then after now watching it, I'm like, this clicks even more now. <laughs> Especially the... He and some of those other people like to call out ghosts, as in, like, you would hurt a woman, but would you hurt a man? And it just is ridiculous. And that, I lost it. So it was crazy because Max does actually a really good impression of him. Mm-hmm. He, like, the voice, like, he lowers his voice enough to sound like him and how he, he's got the phrasing pretty well done. So it just made it even more ridiculous when he would imitate him. Good. <laughs> oh yes i just yeah it's a good time you guys should definitely go listen to them i'm sure after our episode with them you've already started binging but they are oh chef's kiss yeah so <laughs> thanks mom for uh making me listen because she she started all this she was like you're gonna like it listen to them my mom's got good taste in podcasts man so what did you discover this week so, in my travels of programs, we are working on Fiji. <gasps> Ooh, I want to go there so bad. It's so beautiful. Like, I, it's funny. I let the the school that I'm doing these travel programs for, I let them decide what country we'll do next week. And I'm pretty sure at this point, almost all of them are tropical. Like, they're just picking countries that they want to see pictures of, like the teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that checks out and i'm like i don't blame them but fiji is beautiful i it actually probably wasn't my favorite country to to actually dive into not because of the history but just because i got so distracted by all the beautiful pictures (laughs) (laughs) 
It looks like the most relaxing place on earth. Like, I feel like if you went there, all your troubles would just melt away into those beautiful sandy beaches and water. It's so gorgeous. I learned how Fiji is actually made of 333 islands, and yet it's smaller than New Jersey. That's kind of cool. And only a third of the islands are actually inhabited by people. Are they volcanoes? I didn't see anything about volcanoes. I think more of the islands are just too small or they just haven't built structures like running water or anything like that for them. But um, because some of the islands are like super tiny. Oh. Um, Because if you think about 300 and you're smaller than the state of New Jersey. Yeah. 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 Like this one will fit a house. (laughs) Like a tree house. I can, I can basically with that. Me too. I'm fine. I have my own little private island. <laughs> um, but I learned about this amazing temple, though. It's, and words will be mispronounced. You know the drill. It is the Sri Sivav Subramanya Swami Temple. I won't oh. say that whole title again because I was going to Google it, but this I could no say it. <laughs> I was like, how do you spell that? Jesus. Yeah. Temple. S-I-V-A S-U-B-R-A-M-A-N-I-Y-A and then S-W-A-M-I Temple. Oh, okay. Like four different words. Temple. Anyway, so the Sri Temple is a famous Hindu temple and it's in the Nadi Fiji and it's actually the largest Hindu temple in the Southern Hemisphere and the main deity is <laughs> Subramanya Swami, and also known as Skanda or Arumuga, and then like there's ten other names that he's known by. And he's the son of Lord Shiva and Ravathi, and his brother is Lord Ganeson. The main statue is actually carved and brought from South India. So I thought that was kind of cool. It made me think of how we have our Statue of Liberty and the fact that it came from somewhere else. Yeah. It was carved in South India and then brought over to there in three pieces. This temple is gorgeous. It's over 100 years old and it's so colorful. Here, I'll pull up a picture so those that are watching this live can see it. That is so pretty. The thing is, when you Google it, you actually can't find pictures of it inside. Oh. I can only find pictures of it, like, sort of, like, in their, like, patio-type areas, because it's actually not allowed to take pictures inside oh, of all. Okay. Very, very big no-no. For the fact that there's not even, like, one leak of it, right? Like, well, that's actually uh, nice that people are being respectful to sacred spaces, because normally... just get caught. <laughs> Like I mentioned in the the Patreon episode with the Mona Lisa, it's like just somebody's job just to scream no photo at everybody taking photos of the Mona Lisa. I'm like, I don't think my nerves could ever deal with having the job telling people no as they ignore you for your entire shift. I'd have so much rage. <laughs> Another cool top spot in Fiji is actually their museum. It's like all the articles I read about where to go in Fiji, everyone talked about their museum and how they have artifacts in there that are like 4,000 years old. Wow. Like ancient weapons to clothing and old boats, just everything about their culture. A lot of their culture is Malaysian and Indian. And of course it was 
a British colony until the just like the 70s. I'm like, I thought that was kind of crazy. It was just a colony until recently. Hmm. I think I knew that. I, I say BG was my favorite, but I'm like, I actually learned a lot of really cool things. <laughs> <about it. laughs> uh, I took British imperialism. It was uh, <laughs> the British have their fingers in everything, and everybody's all like, get the fuck out. So you can exactly. just see like how colorful it is, and it's this colorful all around it. Oh. With like detail and stuff. It's so vivid. Yeah, I used to wonder like if they repaint it and how often they do. It's only a hundred years old, and that's like old and not all at the same time. Mm. I like that. And here it is from a distance. Wow. And even farther, it actually has like this grand walkway. Anyways, it's just huge. It's like I said, it's the biggest of the the southern hemisphere. Here's like a little patio area. Oh wow! Like I even like. I know, and the ceiling. Oh my goodness, that is so beautiful. I love Hindu art. I've always, I just love their art, and I love their statues. Like I just, this one of my, one of my favorite classes I took in art history was Asian art. It was so interesting. That's gorgeous. And we will put this up on Facebook. And another reason you should shameless plug, join Patreon, because you can watch and see the pictures live. Shameless plug. I'm dancing. See if you joined, you knew that. Shake, shake, shake. Yeah, you can see uh, Kina's bun wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like holding on for dear life. It's about to fall down. It's very lopsided. That is Fiji and one of the biggest Hindu temples that we have in the world. Oh, that is so cool. I am very much enjoying your around the world <laughs> program. Oh, next week is Scotland. <laughs> oh, That'll please tell me one. you're going to talk about Nessie. Oh, I love Nessie. I don't know. I like to pick stuff that they don't know. Just because, like, when I did China, I didn't talk about the Great Wall or, or you know, if I was talking about France, I wouldn't pick the Eiffel Tower. Just because they're going to learn about that stuff in school. So. Mm-hmm. I was recently listening to Queen's podcast, who is going to be on our podcast soon, but they were talking about (laughs) Catherine of Aragon, and there was this time, like, early on in her marriage where Henry was like, I'm going to go steal France, and France is like, fuck you, no, you're not, but while he was gone, he's like, all right, you're in charge, and she's like, fuck yes, and then Scotland was like, no, this is our chance, we're going to fuck shit up, and she's like, no, you're not, and then she, like, whoops her ass, and she kills, like, the main dude. And then she keeps telling people, she's like, well, I want to chop his head off and send it to Henry <laughs> in France to be like, look what I did. And all the English people were like, whoa, lady, you can't you can't do that. And she's like, all right, let's send the whole body. And they're like, again, that's weird. Why would you do that? And then she's like, fine, just send his bloody clothes. So she sent Scottish garb covered in blood to Henry being like, look what I did. It's like, man, things were really different back then. Um, what did you discover I I would like to take credit for these but my mom gets bored and starts sending me articles and now I've just been using all of them so thanks mom but this one was really interesting I haven't read it yet because I wanted to be surprised but I'm so excited it says new mummies discovered in Egypt may hold clues to the final resting place of Cleopatra's tomb Ooh. Like, 
I don't, I, okay, I geek out normally. So, oh, here he is. Like, my level of geek out is pretty high. But if they were to actually find Cleopatra's tomb, I would be beside myself. Like, I don't know. I would be so overstimulated. <laughs> I don't I would short circuit. It'd be amazing. Anyway. Just like the <laughs> amount of stuff we could find. Huh. So it says, and this is from travelandleisure.com, says a recent discovery in Egypt may shine a light on one of the country's most famous queens. Everyone knows the story of how Cleopatra died which I would argue is not correct because most people think she died of an asp, but she probably poisoned herself. Anyway, but no one can tell you where she's actually buried. Despite her iconic status, the tomb of Cleopatra was seemingly lost to time, but archaeologists may be close to finding her final resting place. According to The Guardian, two mummies of high-status individuals have been found by archaeologists and Egyptologists from Liverpool University in Tapasiris Magna? Ooh, I don't know where that is. A temple located <laughs> 30 miles from Alexandria. So that checks out. They said she would be somewhere remotely close to Alexandria. The tomb has been untouched for about 2,000 years, but was opened by scientists for a new Channel 5 documentary in the UK called The Hunt for Cleopatra's Tomb. Because, of course, it oh, is. Oh. <laughs> Despite being relatively undisturbed for two millennia, the tomb has sustained water damage. The two mummies found in the tomb are believed to have lived during Cleopatra's time. They were also originally wrapped in gold leaf, denoting that they were probably very important individuals that may have interacted with the queen herself. The mummies, a male and a female, could have been priests who were very important to the pharaoh, according to the Guardian. Although now covered in dust from 2,000 years underground, at the time, these mummies would have been spectacular. To be covered in gold leaf shows that they would have been important members of society, says Glenn Go. Godenho, a senior lecturer in Egypt. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's what it's like. G O D N Ho. He's a senior lecturer in Egyptology at Liverpool University. In addition to the mummies, about 200 coins seemingly bearing Cleopatra's face and name were found in the temple as well, according to the Guardian. Strangely enough, Cleopatra isn't the only ancient ruler whose burial chamber remains elusive to scientists and historians. In fact, none of the pharaohs from the Ptolemy dynasty, which is Cleopatra's family line, have been found, according to the Guardian. Not even in the Valley of the Kings, where several Egyptian pharaohs have been found. The discovery of these two mummies could change all of that. So that's really exciting. That is. Which, fun fact, Cleopatra lived closer to the moon landing than she did the building of the pyramids. She was a very relatively... That's crazy. Modern. Yeah, she was the last pharaoh of Egypt. So, like, as far as, like, time goes, she was closer to our time than she really was, like, the beginning of ancient Egypt. Blows my mind. Like, and she was actually not Egyptian at all. She was Greek. But, so she's yeah. really, she's a bit still, like, she was a very powerful, she was very smart, she could speak, like, a million languages, and, oh, I just, I just, oh, I will cover uh, her at some point, <laughs> it's, like, obsessed. <laughs> I just watched Drunk History, I think, is it Aubrey, somebody, whatever her name is, actress? Yes. Aubrey Plaza? Yes, does Cleopatra, and she's so good, she's so funny. <laughs> That was such a good episode. It was about her sister trying to take over. Yes. Oh, so good. There's that 
historical roasts. I think it's on, is it Netflix? But they had Cleopatra and then it was Mark Anthony, Caesar, and then the goddess Isis roasting her. It was really funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mark really Anthony's funny. like, love of my life, blah, blah, blah. And then Caesar's like, you know, she married her own brother and kid, right? And he's like, wait, what? You did, you did what? <laughs> It makes me think of uh, rap battles of history. I haven't seen those videos in so long, but I love them. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. The teens were the ones that showed me that at the library, and they were so funny. We should do rap battles of history watch party. We should. We should do that. We should do that. (sighs) We should do like a, yeah, like a happy hour or something where we just watch rap battles, (laughs) have a drink. And we need that. I need a happy hour. (laughs) (laughs) Just, you know. Not think about the world crumbling around us. Oh. I would also like to see the coins. They didn't have pictures because a lot of times her picture is like people are like, oh, she was ugly, but she kind of masculinized herself. That's not a word herself to make herself look more powerful. Kind of like what Hatchups that did with the beard and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh. Okay. Can you see it? Yeah, you can see it. So there's the mummies. Okay. It's cool. so you know, like there's water damage, so so neat. I want to be there. Oh, me too. I just I'm afraid love... I would like I'm afraid I would like break a pot or something. I <laughs> <laughs> was six thousand years old. I'm like, sorry. It was the key to everything. <laughs> I know. And that would be my luck. <laughs> like somehow it cures cancer. I don't know. But like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like Probably the one time I saw it was there was an art auction and this guy tripped and he put his elbow through a Picasso in oh. the look on his face. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's the look on anybody's face. They just ruined history. Be like, oh, my God, I'm so much trouble. <laughs> like, what have I done? Because it was like just auctioned off for like millions. And what if they're like, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> like, who can afford that? That's just. Mm-mm. I would not want that responsibility. I don't want that responsibility. I don't know. I was so paranoid when I was doing like art transfers because you would have to. So like in museums, most of them have storage facilities. So some of them have them on site like Crystal Bridges and then some of them have them off site like Ham did. I got I was so lucky that I got to work with, you know, people transporting because it was so fun and interesting. But you would have to like move it to the van and you'd have to cover it in like blankets, make sure it doesn't move. And then. Like somebody, like a few times I'd be sitting in the back holding stuff to make sure it didn't move as they're driving. But like, if you, but I'd be like wearing pointy shoes. I'm like, what if I accidentally kicked something and I went through this painting? I'm like, no. no pointy shoes. Yeah, I was so paranoid. I'm like, please don't let me ruin something. Ugh. Or like, you'd be crawling on a ladder and you're trying to pull things off hooks and slowly get them down to people and be like, ah, don't drop it and go through my head. Don't drop it and go through my head. Very, <laughs> very high stress job. Okay, you add that to like, don't go through my head. Because like, <laughs> like, uh, I'm tall. So I'd always be like, oh, I'll get it. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. But you have your bun and would catch it. <laughs> <laughs> like a little padding. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, what? My, my paint water. Okay. <laughs> don't drink that. <laughs> I know, but it's sitting too close, and they're almost like the same color. But it's a plastic coat. I keep like, no, let's reach a little farther. <laughs> oh man! 
All right, guys, we're going to throw it back to past us when we were chatting with Insanely Haunted Podcast. <laughs> when we were happy. <laughs> uh, many weeks ago when things were... Uh, I don't think they were better, but they weren't worse. So. <laughs> well, someone wasn't didn't have COVID at my job yet, so I mean... Oh, man, yeah. yeah. I'm really shocked that made the news so widely. So if you guys saw that, Nat's at least okay. Hopefully. Hopefully. I wasn't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Go back to for sure healthy Natalie and (laughs) Kina. And we'll see if we can make it to the next episode. (laughs) What's the prairie town next to Arlington? I forget what it's called. But they've got a wax museum there. It's a Louis Tussauds wax museum. They have a hall of the president. It's like. It's probably like all the wax figures that got rejected from Madame Tussauds. Yes, I love those. <laughs> they have a Hall of the Presidents, and they all look terrible. And they even have, and you'll only get this in, in <laughs> the Bible Belt, a story of Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. With a full Christ. crucifixion scene. Wow. It's pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> I probably have pictures somewhere on a disc, but yeah, I don't quite remember. And I, I don't think, know if they change it up or whatever, but that's you know. hilarious. I love really bad wax museums. Mm-hmm. I find them so entertaining. They are. They're my favorite. It's like bad taxidermy, but with people. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. I've never been to a good one, so I don't really know. I say that, but I've never mm-hmm. actually been to a good wax museum. But well, same. I think that was the only one I've ever been to. I never got to go to the Madame Tussauds. If you ever get blessed with going to Branson, Missouri, or Missouri, oh. yeah. Are you mean Missouri? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have a a wax museum that is something else. It's- really magnificent it's okay. so bad some of okay. them you could kind of tell but they had like it was a lot of pop cultures like tv shows movie sets you could do that i'm the king of the world with the jack dawson thing it okay. does not look like leo oh it was so fun. <laughs> <That's nice. Good> time. <laughs> the, the one in texas they did also have and i don't know if they still have this but they had a horror themed exhibit which was oh. cool so they yeah. did have like a jack the ripper that was like up high above a, a a door frame in like a shadow so you can Ooh. see his face and i believe they also had a hannibal lecter oh nice but if you ever go to seattle i don't know have any of you been to seattle no i really want to go it's, it's great it's, it's really cool. great the museum of pop culture oh it's so much fun this is probably not going to be there forever and i don't know if it's still there but they did have a horror exhibit horror i think it's i think it is because yeah. it's one of those like each floor in the Museum of Pop Culture is mm-hmm. a different style of thing. Mm-hmm. And the top floor is like fantasy, Lord of the Rings type stuff. Mm-hmm. And the middle Ooh. floor is music and video games mm-hmm. and like movies and things like that. And then the bottom floor is all sci-fi and horror okay. things. And they were so neat. The sci-fi mm-hmm. exhibit had like actual props and costumes from like Star Trek and Lord of the Rings Lord- and oh, um, Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, they had the real proton packs that they used mm-hmm. in Ghostbusters. What? The horror exhibit was so good. It was fucking incredible. <laughs> um, one of the stakes from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and like a cool. They had co- a bunch of like bagged bodies hanging from fake, fake <laughs> hanging from ropes that you could just run through. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And- that you could stand in mm-hmm. and it had like cool lighting. They had like a so little Dracula section. For the gram. 
Yeah. Oh, and these beautiful pieces of artwork that were kind of like a mix of branches and and skeletons and oh, cool. blood. Yeah, it's neat. That were just like scattered. Oh, it's so cool. It's a little expensive to go to the Mopop, it but it's worth it. Like it's a good afternoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That's right up they, my alley. Right in the main sure. entrance area after the ticketing zone is like a giant screen, mm-hmm. seriously, like bigger, like IMAX size screen where mm-hmm. they were playing. Um, when we were there, they were playing music videos. Mm-hmm. And when we walked in, it was the thriller video. Oh, so the, cool. Everybody was coming one. over to, yeah. to enjoy it together because it's just like, you know, a monumental piece of art, I guess. Oh, um, also, if you ever visit Seattle. So a lot of people don't know this. We didn't know this before we moved to Washington. But Seattle has an underground oh, Seattle. Yeah, it's like Edinburgh. <laughs> Basically, so Seattle's built on marshland, which is a terrible idea. But also but, it's built on Seattle. <laughs> so I'm getting to that. So there was a fire at some point, And oh, first off, because it was on marshland, every so often there would be like areas that were just like water holes and so they ended up filling those up with sawdust i don't know why they thought that was a great (laughs) idea but and remember this is on land that every so many hundred years experiences a 9.0 earthquake which is great and and this is and what i'm about to say is even greater for that so basically there was a massive fire I think at the turn of the century, I don't remember exactly when, a lot of the city burned down. And instead of just kind of bulldozing everything, however they would be able to do back then, because they didn't have bulldozers. But instead of doing that, they instead were like, okay, well, let's just build on top of the ruins. And so they literally put up like kind of like the equivalent of, if you were, if you were to think of like the, the plyboard that is around construction sites in, in cities, They kind of did something like that where they put them along the streets to about the top of the first level of buildings. And then they brought these hoses that connected from the ocean water to the top of the massive hill of Seattle and basically squirted ocean water at the top of the hill so that material would be pulled downwards through the water flowing down the hill to fill in the streets in between the boards. It's just like a man-made mudslide. Oh, Because wow. on top of filling that stuff in, they also wanted to increase or decrease the grade of the hill because mm-hmm. it was really, really, really steep. Mm-hmm. And so by washing all of this dirt and like logging debris downhill, not only do they fill in the street, they also made the slope more gentle so that it could be like you could drive on it and mm-hmm. walk on it. Easier. Also, this is a logging town, right? Yeah, and they it needed, was all and logging. it made it more easy for them uh-huh. to do that stuff. So they had they had the streets filled in with this material, and then they kind of just put a new road on top. <laughs> and but they still had those indentations right along the buildings that went back to the first floor. So they're kind of like these moats that people could walk through and around buildings. But it was like sidewalks. Sidewalk. Like your moats. sidewalk yeah. was basically like nine feet below the street. But because, and like they'd literally have ladders going from the street down to the first floors of buildings for people to go down. But because people were getting injured all the time and maybe sometimes dying, they thought, okay, well, we're just going to put a sidewalk on top where, where the road is now. And then those will be just tunnels around the buildings, underground tunnels. And so that's how it like operated for a while. And, and they still have parts of it left over that you can take tours some of them haunted um Mm -hmm. around seattle now a lot of the the passageways have been blocked off because eventually like 
there was like drugs and prostitution and stuff that ended up happening because it was down underground. But it's really cool. You can. We went to what was the the company that we did our tour with? I don't remember. Dang it, I forget too. <laughs> they have this really cool. It's a death museum that you can. Um, so that's like their headquarters. Uh, they have got a death museum or a museum of death. They've got like death masks and coffins and and funeral uh, robe, you know, clothes and stuff like that. It's super super cool. So you start off there and then you can go on your tour around the city. But yeah, so basically Seattle is built on top of a marsh and on top of stilts. That is so cool. Yeah, man, I really want to go there. I love 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 the towns that have like a secret weird tunnel thing underneath it. Yes, it's my jam. Yes. Absolutely. We were just talking about one in Savannah. Mm. I, love- I listened to that and it was um, about they had their own Shanghai tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. yeah. We, we have those here on the west side, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I think we did a mini. It wasn't, no, it was a listener's story. Somebody sent us in the Shanghai <laughs> tunnels. Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I, I, like, we couldn't even figure out what day it was earlier. We're like, is it Tuesday? No. No, it's Wednesday. Like we're we're at a Tuesday go. We don't we don't know. It's it's been wild. I can't even tell you what I've done this week. It's not been anything great. <laughs> and if you haven't watched Josh Gad's um, "United Apart" with Ghostbusters, like you have Josh to. Did? So good. That's yes. the fella. That's the fella from um, the Beauty and the Beast. Remake. Yes, yes. He has a YouTube channel, and he's been reuniting all the classic films. Like with all the original cast, and he did Ghostbusters, oh. and everybody's there except for that's cute, that's yeah. awesome. Except for poor Harold Ramis, he passed away. But like oh, they were yeah. talking Rest about how everything was just improv, and they're talking about specific scenes, like whose idea it was, and wow. apparently, like the scene where Bill Murray walks in a place with a piano, and he's like, "Ghosts hate that." They said that they'd done <laughs> that scene like six times, and they were like. God damn it, Murray, do something funny. And that was the next take. Like he oh, just... wow. <laughs> and then oh he and then he was like, Well, don't make me work before noon. Like it can't be funny before noon. <laughs> yeah. do that. It was so funny. And then uh Sigourney Weaver said that during her audition, she's like, I think at the end I should get possessed and turn into a dog. And that was her audition, was acting like a dog. And they were like, That's great. And they hadn't finished the ending. So that was her wow. idea. Wow. It was like That's this amazing. Is amazing. Anyway, Ghostbusters, big fan. <laughs> yes. There you go. Did a lot of theater junk. So I relate to this. Y'all ever do showboat? No. <laughs> music man? That's fun. I've done Music Man. Yep. I've done My Fair Lady. Yep. Fiddler on the Roof. Oh shit. I was in Fiddler at the Jewish Community Center, which is <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty funny, really. I really enjoy Fiddler and I um Clue the musical was really <gasps> fun. Wow. I've heard that's terrible. What was it like? <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun. Okay, good. Um, the movie's amazing. Well, I just heard that the musical itself failed spectacularly when they tried to do it like on Broadway for oh. whatever reason. I mean, would I put that better than the movie? Probably not. But then again, yeah, I was okay. a senior in high school when we did this hmm. with a lot of other se- high school seniors. And most of them were my best friends. So it was more for me, like an experience versus like, is the show quality. What I do like about it is that the audience can pick cards in the beginning of every play. So that, so the ending is always different. 
Oh, that's fun. so cool. I love that. So that's actually what I really enjoyed about it. Whether it was good quality, I'm like, I just like they had each scene had different hints for whatever the ending could be. That's and cool. so whatever the cards were in the beginning, it changed the lines and whatnot. What were they the same endings as in the movie or were they different? They it was different. Wow. Oh, okay. Neat. Cool. Do y'all want to know? Do you, shall I spoil the ending or no? <laughs> Don't. Because I would actually okay. really like to see Clue the musical if we ever get the opportunity. Someday. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Is, we love that movie. It's like a, a movie we always watch around Halloween time. I don't know why Halloween. Maybe because Tim Curry's. Well, it's a spooky. It's a spooky it's story. Spooky. Yeah. yeah, it's haunted. I mean, it's not haunted. It's a you know murder mystery. So. Yeah. It's a spooky Ooh. castle building mansion. I was in a few others, but those were like my favorite ones. Nice. Where I was most involved. Like I was either in the orchestra or helping backstage or something. I am not an onstage person. (laughs) Onstage people are very tiring. (laughs) (laughs) What I did like is in the orchestra. So in the pit, we could somebody, each show would bring lots of candy and junk food. And we would eat during the entire show. And no one else (laughs) in the play could eat because they were in their costumes and their makeup yeah. and whatnot. So the actors would just stare at us while we were like shoving Twizzlers and M&Ms <laughs> in our faces. <laughs> and then my friend Adam, <laughs> Adam and Ryan are twins and Ryan, the twin was in the orchestra. Adam was on stage and he's like, Ryan, just give me a Twizzler. He's so <laughs> desperate. <laughs> and Ryan just kept eating them right in front of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's a documentary on Netflix, like there's the toys that made us. And then there's the, another series, the movies that made us oh, yeah. and there's Ghostbusters is on that. Mm-hmm. And it's Dan Aykroyd interviewing for it. And he talks about how Bill is like not dependable at all. You only get <laughs> maybe out of him. Like, well, that's like, funny because when they were doing that reunited apart thing, he was talking about how they sent him just the first few pages of the script. And he's like, man, I'm in like, he made it sound like he was there before it was even a movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, though, like, okay, he said he's in, but he's not going to show up until, like, the day of recording. Like, yeah. Not gonna... <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're Bill fucking Murray, you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. I wonder what he's like on Wes Anderson films, if he's the same. I wonder. Probably. Yeah. As far as I know, he's still the same. That's what how Dan talked about him on the... He's My like dream in life is to just run into him randomly and him, like, crash something that I'm doing. You know, he mm-hmm. just yeah. shows up and crashes your wedding or something Ugh, and tells you no one will ever believe you <laughs> <laughs> yep well one of my best friends from like growing up she was i think they yeah they were in south carolina and she said they were at a place and he was just golfing and i was like did oh. you talk to him and she's like no i didn't want to be weird and i was like it's bill murray you be weird he'll be weirder you do that. <laughs> like, you don't just pass that up. Yeah. I'd be I would work probably be like, I named my dog after you. <laughs> I have a shirt with your face on it. It'd be really weird. Yeah. Megan's like a sister. Even though we rarely talk and when we do it's really random. But I've always considered her as like one of my closest people. This is that even to this day I still could tell her anything and be okay. Isn't that kind of what family is anyway? It is. Yeah. 
I wouldn't know I'm an only child. So this is like my only experience. (laughs) We are are too. Cassie and I are both only children of single mothers. Not the same one. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like, it's very funny that we found each other, but also it's a damn good thing we found each other. Yeah. Because boy, being the only child of a single parent. There's a lot to talk about in therapy. It goofs you up in such unique ways. It would probably be weirder. Well, we would probably be weird in different ways if we were only children of single fathers. Yeah. yeah. Like that would probably be a different thing. Mm -hmm. But we're both only children of single insecure women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not saying that all. No, there's nothing wrong with that. that. It's just our specific single moms have have things and that- also no judgment on you if you're a single mom and you're insecure there's yeah, nothing yeah, wrong. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's fine there's nothing wrong with that as long as you 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 pro you you're able to nobody means to screw their kids up it just happens <laughs> it just I took, happens i took a uh, developmental psychology in college and the only thing i got out of that class is no matter what you do you're gonna fuck your kid up, screw them up. Like, it's super bad no matter what even if you follow every book ever you're still doing it wrong and your kid's gonna end up in th- therapy you're, but if you're you did therapy, it means you did something right because they went to therapy. So yeah. that's true. Yeah, exactly. Like the, the, the goal is to see a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy is great. Like we're talking about that sponsor us. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of therapy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh. Okay, guys, we'll see you Sunday with a new episode. Okay, bye. Bye, please.